WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Emily Crawford. It's Tuesday, September 29, 2020. The Illini Union will be open for early voting starting October 19th in Room 104. This option will be available until November 2nd on weekdays from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturdays from 10 to 3, and Sundays from 1 to 5. In accordance with the COVID-19 guidelines, voters are expected to wear a mask and practice social distancing wherever possible. Champaign County Clerk Aaron Ammons recommends voting by mail or participating in early voting in order to avoid the crowds on November 3rd, allowing everyone to stay safe and distanced. Information on what to expect when early voting is posted on the website of the Champaign County Clerk, detailing the procedures and expectations for voters. Amid the coronavirus pandemic, global deaths continue to rise. Here to report more is WPGU's Justin Malone. The global death toll from COVID-19 has surpassed 1 million, less than one year since the virus's emergence. Johns Hopkins University, which has been the standard bearer for COVID-19 tracking, made the grim announcement late Monday night. Due in part to uneven control on the pandemic, deaths continue to mount at a rate of about 5,000 per day worldwide. The United States accounts for a plurality of all those who have died, with almost one in five deaths globally. Dr. Anthony Fauci, the White House coronavirus advisor and director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, has said the United States is not in a good place on COVID-19 and expressed that a vaccine likely will not be available until next year. For WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone. The first 2020 presidential debate is slated to take place tonight in Ohio between President Donald Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden. The six topics chosen to be addressed during the debate include both candidates' records, the COVID-19 pandemic, the Supreme Court, the economy, race and violence in our cities, and the integrity of the election. The latter topic has recently turned heads, with Trump refusing to commit a peaceful transfer of power in the case that he loses, further challenging the validity of mail-in ballots. The fifth topic, race and violence in our cities, has also drawn criticism from the public, due to its main focus being urban unrest rather than racial injustice. Following their first debate, Biden and Trump will go head-to-head again in Miami on October 15th and in Nashville on October 22nd. The New York Times released a report Sunday detailing President Trump's tax returns from the past 18 years, including the revelation that the president paid $750 in income taxes in 2016 and 2017. The report also revealed previously unknown information on the president's business dealings, real estate holdings, and expenses. President Trump has historically declined to release his tax returns publicly and has refuted the claims by the Times. With less than 40 days until the November general election, the Times report is expected to have a far-reaching impact on the Trump campaign. The stock market wonder went an incredible recovery yesterday as the Dow Jones jumped 410 points over the course of the day putting an end to the past four weeks of a near-daily net losses. The market, despite flirting with the possibility of a correction last week, is now down only 5% from its recent peak on September 2nd. Despite concerns that gridlock in Washington would stall the passing of a new stimulus bill for the foreseeable future, markets rallied around statements made by Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi on Sunday that suggested the Democrats in the House would be unveiling a new $2 billion stimulus proposal within the next few days. 
As the Bears prepare to face off against the Indianapolis Colts this Sunday, head coach Matt Nagy announced the new starter. Here to report more is WPGU's Reese Armstrong. The Bears head coach, Matt Nagy, announced yesterday that Nick Foles will be the starter for Chicago's Week 4 matchup against the Indianapolis Colts this Sunday. This comes on the heels of Foles' three-touchdown comeback Sunday against the Falcons, after Mitchell Trubitsky was taken out of the huddle midway through the third quarter. Mitchell Trubitsky's future in Chicago is more uncertain than ever now, as this was the final year in his contract with the team. In addition to the quarterback news, Matt Nagy also confirmed that running back Tariq Cohen has indeed torn his ACL and will be out for the remainder of the season. This comes on the heels of Cohen's three-year contract extension that was finished up earlier this month. The team has clarified that, for the time being, running back Ryan Nall will be receiving more snaps in Cohen's stead. From WPGU News, I'm Reese Armstrong. From WPGU News, I'm Emily Crawford.